hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker Studio. My name is Ralph. I can't believe you're going to do that. I'm Michelle. Hi, <laughs> not Iron Man. <laughs> and we're here at uh, the Black Orchid Lounge. I had to loosen up a bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're constipated or something. No, come on. Lose attention. <laughs> so we're back from having a bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> the SD card just freaked out on us for some reason, so we lost. The SD card or that little thing that records? The H6? I don't know. One mm. of them. But I blew on the SD card, so. <laughs> and it came. And it came. All right, um, cool. So, yeah, we lost three minutes of uh, recording time. We're back in on it. Let me fill you in. Uh, we're drinking stouts. We've got Guinness. Yes. Nitro Merlin. And baby Guinness shots, baby which Guinness we should shots. take, because you know. Should we just take them? Fuck okay. It. So baby Guinness shot is Bailey's and Kahlua, yes. and it just looks like a tiny, a Guinness. tiny baby Guinness. Yeah. Light head. Producer is here as well, but he's I don't know he's busy working over there. He doesn't want to be with us. All too. right, down the hatch. Oh, that's really easy to drink. <sighs> and then you know what? Let me follow it by the Guinness. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so we are here with uh, artist and creative <laughs> Mike Lopez. Uh, so Mike was originally from L.A. Yes, we um, just found out that. <laughs> came to El Paso, <laughs> uh, met up with loads of visionaries, um, started painting here, but now you're back in L.A. Right, right. I did most of my growing up here, you know what I mean? So uh, you I are feel back like, in I feel LA. like, yeah, okay. I feel like I'm from here, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, a lot of my friends are from here, families here. Yeah. I feel like I'm from here, but uh, this is a conversation I have with my friends a lot about, like, you know, like, I'm from L.A., though, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have five people, or five boys in my family. The three older ones are from L.A., yeah. the two young ones are from here, and there's a, there has always been this thing, you know, like, we're better than you guys. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so I always, I always felt, uh, you know, L.A. was my home, and I always wanted to return, and, and nice. 35 years later, I'm back, you know? Nice. No, 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 <laughs> not 35. Back. I'm sorry, that's too many. 32, 32, <laughs> and I'm back, you know. But uh, I had been out there every year, uh, you know, to visit family that I still have out there. And, uh, uh -huh. again, just wanted to always um, find my way back there somehow and, 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 and enjoy the, the land where I was born and stuff. And, nice. and, and now I'm back there and, and, and full of uh, energy and this you know, change of pace, for sure, from El Paso. Right, right. Cool. So, Michelle, you're, you've recently gotten back from a trip. Where did you go? Oh, yeah. I went to the motherland, to England and Scotland. That's not the motherland, Michelle. Well, it is to me. <laughs> That's what it, that, it is to me, okay? Michelle's an Anglophile, if you I, don't know that. Yes, I want to live there, and now I really, really want to be there. So you picked up an accent. Uh, yeah, I realized that I have to be among those people in order to actually get it, because it's really hard to... She's just bad at it, that's all. No, I'm not bad at it. Well, then it. bust it out, Michelle. I'm not that's bad here. at it, no. Order a beer. I can't do it when I'm pressured. Aye, aye, okay. Yeah, may I have a wee dram of Lafroig, please? <laughs> that's Michelle speaking. <laughs> no, no, I have to be around people because, you know, I don't know, but I, I really did it. So you loved it out there? You I went, love it. You went to Tales of the Cocktail. I went to Tales of the Cocktail in Edinburgh, and then uh, took a train a bus and a ferry to get to isla which you know was amazing green cold uh, windy windy and peaty peaty and rainy and there's a lot of sheep i'm in love with the sheep that was the best part what do and they the sound whiskey. like bah. all right perfect <laughs> <laughs> just like that <laughs> so i went to four other four distilleries 
Um, and we'll talk more about and that. And we'll talk about that in our hostful. Our hostful episode. Then went back to London and came back. And that's it. I mean, there's a lot of pictures. Yeah. I'm trying to post them all. I saw castles lots, and... Lots of pictures, lots of, lots uh, of video. Yeah. Lots of fish and chips and beer. And Just alcohol. And gin. Yeah. Tons of gin. Yeah. Lots of it. So that so was fun. It's been fun. While I've been uh, holding down the fort, I've been relaxing, honestly. Oh, oh you've been... You've been You've been the owner? Yeah, I've been the owner. Yeah? How um, was it, dealing with your employees? Alex is shitty, as always. <laughs> uh, come on down. He'll give you a drink. Shit. <laughs> uh, proper glassware. I had a shot of, oh, what was it? A shot of whiskey, a shot of corn whiskey out of a 22 Hefeweizen? Yeah, Hefeweizen the glass. glass? Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> it must have been rough. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, but Joe, he's always doing good. Jose. Oh, Jose. Uh, he's always on top of things, always yeah. taking on responsibilities. He's on, he's on top of socializing right now. Above and beyond. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the military man that he is. Oh, he's writing things. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, oh, touchy. Like, well, if you weren't fucking sensitive. poking at him all the time, Michelle. Sensitive. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I sense a lot of tension there. Yeah, there's like <laughs> hostility right yeah, there, right? Yeah. It's like between both of you. Someone's gonna end up dead if this keeps going. Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> so all around, uh, I think we've had a good time on our break from recording, yeah. but it's good to be back. Yes, um, it is. Our season is coming to an end in Almost. about like six episodes, I believe. After this I one, I think so. Yeah, you said seven, so this is number six. Yeah. Yep, six episodes. Almost done, guys. <sighs> um, so always email us if you want to be on or if you know someone who should be on. Yes. Uh, you can also just come down to the Black Orchid Lounge and find me or Michelle. Mm-hmm. On um, Thursdays, usually. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So, back to Mike the Painter. So, you, you're 38? 36. 36. Yeah. He's 81. He's my age. <laughs> yeah, 81. I'll be, I'll be 37 uh, in about a week. Okay, wow. Oh, all right, all right. So anything fun planned? Um, no, uh, not really. Uh, I kind of live every day like it's my birthday, you know. Like, cool. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, I've been, been fortunate in that way. Um, so I've been pretty much, uh, you know, creative, musically, artistically. You know, I made the decision to do that when I was about maybe 24 years old. So since then, I really haven't had like a steady job. I've had jobs here and there, but always mm-hmm. like knowing that. That, that was not for me. I went to college, uh, got into the radiology program, very quickly realized that that was not for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, at 31 years old, after you know being a DJ, being a musician, having a, a studio in my, in my home, recording a couple of local bands and stuff, and, and, and really thinking about things, I, I knew that music wasn't the, the answer. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how, and, like, and not no that way. I was looking for an answer. It was just like I just realized that I wasn't going to be able to survive on that. Okay. And, and, and so I always wanted to be an artist. That was my first love, my first passion. But, you know, being an artist here in El Paso means that you're going to be an art teacher. And not, yeah. nothing yeah. against anybody that's an art teacher. But that wasn't for me. Again. Right. And, right. And so that was an impossible thing that... Mm-hmm. that, that just seemed so far-fetched until uh, I finally just did little jobs here and there. Um, everybody moved out of my house, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I got left the house <laughs> nice. pretty much, you know, and uh, still, like, a little lost in life. But uh, uh-huh. I remember telling myself if I ever have my own place, like, I'm going to decorate the way I want to. Okay. And so 
you know, I, I called on my artistic talents to, to, to back me up on this, and I, and I made a painting for the first time ever in my life at 31 years old, never painted before, had drawn my whole life since I was five years old, but never painted, and, and because I was never trained on it, and then just doubt, never thought I could do it. Uh-huh. Get a piece of wood that I have laying in my backyard, and I throw some paint on it, buy some brushes, you know, get it done, and I'm like, wow, like, I mean, just... <laughs> I impressed myself. And, and, I mean, you must, you, and not that it was the best painting ever. It was just something that I thought I couldn't do. Uh-huh. And so when I did it, I was like, wow. I put it, it was my centerpiece in my living room. Nice. And do you still have it? Well, I would see it every day for about a month until okay. a friend of mine stopped by one day and he's like, hey, like, where'd you get that painting? And I was like, I made it, you know? And he's like, I didn't know you paint. I'm like, I didn't either, you know? And he's like, well, how much do you want for it? You know, I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on selling it because, (laughs) well, I had planned on selling it, of course, but I never thought again it would be possible. So for somebody to come into my home and offer me money for it was even more impossible. Right. And so he kind of caught me on guard and I'm just like, I don't know, (laughs) 350, and he's like, like, that's it? I'm like, oh, shit, like. I yeah. should have said more, you know. <laughs> I should have said 460 or something, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so he, uh, like, walks out, comes back 10 minutes later with $350 in his hand, what? takes a painting off my wall and leaves. Nice. And I'm just like, what the hell happens? That was pretty cool. And I have 350 <laughs> bucks, you know, so I went to go buy more paints right away. That's awesome. Right. And, and you know, I was, I was kind of struggling at this time. And so... I bought all these paints and stuff, but had nothing to paint on. Like know? painter's <laughs> block right away. No, no, I had nothing, literally a canvas to paint <laughs> on. No, I thought you didn't know what to paint. I like, had a couple of bills to pay. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and then, oh, so you, you know, didn't buy canvases. Yeah. You just have the so paint. I bought all these paints, but okay. like, didn't think of what I was going to paint on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so like in my backyard, there's a couple pieces of plywood that were just lying there. And my first painting was on wood. And, and, and ever since then, I've always painted on wood. I've never painted on canvas because of that. Okay. And, and so I made another six paintings and, and just like asking people for scrap wood and stuff like that. Nice. You know what I mean? And, and, and just doing what I could do. And I made six paintings and they looked, they looked like I kind of knew what I was doing. But okay. still, nobody had seen them. They were just hanging up at my house and I thought nothing else was going to happen. I thought that was, uh, that was going to be just it. some craziness that happens. A friend of mine came in like, is this how it's going to be? Just friends are going to come to my house and I'm going to sell them paintings. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, uh, I amassed a little collection of six paintings at the time. And, and uh, I had always struggled creatively for a long time, musically and, and artistically, and, and kind of find this, found a certain thing that I wanted to do. Of course, you know, I'm a man, so I'm obsessed with females. And so female <laughs> portraits are my thing. Uh-huh. And... Uh, and I just started exploring that, so I did these, these six portraits with, uh, you know, some random abstract style, hairstyles. Yeah. yeah. And um, and that's when I met Diego, Diego Robot from The Visionaries, uh, mm-hmm. and and he invited me to do that first show with them, and and I took those six pieces, and uh, I ended up selling two pieces that night to an ex El Paso native that ha- had been living in New York. Oh wow. Stuff, okay. Right? And so she was visiting. This was a 2014 Black Friday. Uh, at Common Ground on the east side. Uh-huh. And, uh, Listen back for that episode fu- with Shaw. I know it's a funny story. Uh, like, this girl was an attractive girl, so uh, <laughs> everyone kind of knew she was around and stuff. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I had a friend of mine, you know, one of those guys are like, hey, look at that girl over there, and starts pointing, you know, and while he's doing that, 
that group of people starts pointing back at us, and I'm like, oh shit, oh. like the boyfriend's gonna come and kick oh. our ass. <laughs> you know, so. Anyways, they, they make our way towards us, and they're like, hey, they tell me that you're the guy that painted these paintings and stuff. Uh -huh. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, and, and like, you know, how much do you want for this one, and this one, and this one? And I'm like, you know, giving her prices, and pretty much tells me that same thing. Like, That's I'm going to take those two, and I'll be right back. <laughs> and I'm like, get the hell out of here. Like. And they brought the money? So she leaves, and my friends are like, she's not going to come back. And I'm like, I don't blame her. <laughs> like. I think it was like $700 for two paintings. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, who's going to go out on a Friday night, Black Friday, go get $700 out from whatever ATM machine that's out <laughs> yeah. that amount of money because I didn't have that amount of money at that time. <laughs> and, and, and she comes back, you know, with $700 and gives them to me and she's like, hey, can you help me carry these to my car? Nice. Holy like, shit, Holy wow. Shit. Yeah, you know. And so after that, I, I was super grateful for these guys giving me that opportunity. Yeah. And, and that's when I really started working at it. That's when I said, like, let's do all this. Right, like, yeah. I'm going all in, and, and I'm 31 years old, and, and if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do right. it. So, mm -hmm. so you know, luckily I met, I met the rest of the visionaries that night. We became very good friends, and all these dudes are in their early 20s, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm already in my early 30s, and, I, and I'm feeding off of their energy, and, and they're making me young again and, and giving <laughs> me that fire. And, and, like, I'm like, and yeah. I'm seeing these kids, like, you guys are good, like... You know, I started late, but I don't want you guys to be better than me because when you're 31, right. I could imagine how good you're right. going to be. So I want right. to work that much harder to yes. keep up with you guys and, 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 and be at the same level and actually do something in the arts in here in mm -hmm. El Paso. And, and I think it's been tried a million times before, but it's never really caught, caught everyone's yeah. attention or, or right. has, has, has built a wave so big that it just keeps going. It's right. just a bunch of little waves that happen and then they die out. And, you know, and, <laughs> and we need a big wave here in El Paso. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so having been like to LA, like been born in LA, been raised in El Paso and then now back in LA, like what's, what's the difference in like in creative culture and then what's the difference in like the drinking culture of these two cities? So, LA's not necessarily known as a drinking town, even though there's a lot of parties going yeah. on. But I know El Paso is known as a drinking town. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and you know, uh, proportionately, uh, you know, El Paso is a way bigger drinking town than LA. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, you know, uh, us, us Hispanics only make 50% out of the population out there. You okay. Know I mean? okay. As opposed to here, you know, almost, almost everything. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think it's in our culture, you know what I mean? And, I say artistically, and so artistically, um, I think it's the same. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people go out to LA thinking, like, I'm going to go out and be famous, you know? And, and, and I had that, that thought for a brief second until I went to my first art show and saw the quality of work that's done out there okay. by real professional artists that have been in the game for 40 years. And, and just puts you in your place where, like, whoa, maybe it's not going to happen as quick as yeah. everybody thinks yeah. it is. And of course it's not, you know what I mean? But you have to go in thinking confidently, you know? But but you you also have to realize that, you know, working on your craft and, and, and doing what you need to do as far as perfecting that will allow certain opportunities to arise out of nowhere sometimes. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so, you know, you'll be in a line somewhere and, and you'll be like, you know, I like to look at my artwork while I'm not working on it to see what I'm going to do next. Mm -hmm. And somebody over your shoulder will be like, Oh, like, what's that? You know, just peeping. You, know, you, you, know, you can't take out yourself. Like, I'm, I'm to blame 
for that too. A friend takes out a cell phone, texting their girlfriend. Just and I just yeah. automatically <laughs> and I read the whole conversation without wanting to, you know. <laughs> but even through that, it's like, hey, you know, cool artwork, and you know, let me follow you on Instagram or something. You know? And it's it's just a little something. Right. And so then you have you have the people that are just trying to make it out there. Yeah. You know, and then you have your established famous artists. You know, those are two different things. I'm not trying to do that. I I kind of uh, had the thought of just finding my niche audience and give them what, content, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and whatever arises from that, then cool, you know? And so I was lucky enough to be invited to, to an art show in LA about two weeks after I got there and, and got to see, check out the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was pretty much the same as it is out here. And, yeah. You know, uh, so artists getting together, putting on these shows and, and just trying to, to put their message out there. Yeah. You know? Cool. And so, so mm-hmm. as far as that, the, the, I thought it was going to be totally different. I thought it really was going to be different. <laughs> and that's why I went out there. And then I find myself pretty much Kind of the same. Yeah. And it's just the opportunity is more out there just because there's more people. But yeah. the, right. the yeah. actual scene is the same. Okay. Pretty okay. similar. Yeah. Well, talking about art, if you were to make a drink after yourself, let's make an artist drink. What would it be? What would be in it? You know? So I like to think my paintings are beautiful. Okay. And I'm trying to think what well, liquor is beautiful because as much as I love drinking. But something that you that you would drink. Okay. Like okay. it's like this is going to be X cocktail like after myself and okay, it okay, represents okay. me and I like to drink it. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> so I like to get... If I'm going to drink, I like to drink, you know? Okay. So um, when I used to DJ, for example... Um, the first drink of the night that I would have is a 151 shot. Oh, wow. And oh, it's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. I would DJ with a partner of mine, and at the beginning of the night, we'd be like, hey, 151 shot, boom, I'll see you at the end of the night. He would go on for an hour. The only time I would see him was when he would be like, hey, Mike, it's your turn, and we would walk out in and out of the DJ booth. Okay. And, and then it would just, all the stories started, yeah, we started the night with the 151 shot. <laughs> you know? And then after that, it became a uh, starry night, which I don't know if you oh, know what no. a starry What's night that? is. But uh, it's Goldschlager and Jägermeister. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I think we should do one of those. And so... <laughs> I don't have Goldschlager here. And so... <laughs> so I always like like those crazy, like, let's get to the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the type of drinker that once I get to that point where I'm set. feeling good, yeah. I just maintain that. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I don't like to prolong that. Let's just, let's get there and then let's continue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> that, that's my... That's... <laughs> do you have any good like uh like drunk stories with the visionaries or with paint? i mean <laughs> i wish i could paint? remember them you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I probably do have some really good stories um so uh they went to go see me about four of the visionaries went to go see me about two months ago out in la okay yeah and when i first moved there i lived in little tokyo Okay. Uh, which is actually living, is like living in Tokyo. It's a 210 square, square foot place, you know, very tiny place. Oh, yeah. Um, and I decide to invite them all over. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> after a long night of drinking, I mean, we were already drinking, but I had a couple of bottles there. And we decided to have this little party at my place, which quickly goes up to the rooftop uh-huh. of this little tiny place. There's neighbors, of course, you know. 
three in the morning, like on a Tuesday. <laughs> and we're just reminiscing, you know, and talking about, you know, all this craziness that has happened. You know, Inks went in the show, me yeah. moving to L.A., getting these opportunities for murals locally, getting, uh, you know, the, the, the power to, to have these shows and to contribute and to give other artists opportunities and stuff and, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and just become this whole thing that, that nobody believed that we could do, you know, and, and like, Right. We would always talk about having somewhere to plug in, and so everybody's like, "You're gonna go to LA. You're gonna have somewhere mm. to plug in." You okay. know, like here, there's okay. nowhere to plug in. Like we're making the plug where people yeah. are gonna plug into. You know, <laughs> and, and I remember just talking about this randomly, and it's like, well, no, it's kind of that. You know, we have, you know, we have these venues and these friends and stuff, and everyone's working together now and actually building something, instead of the typical, you know, how everybody says crab culture and stuff right. like that. You know what I mean? Which that is pervasive in every every city that right, you go to. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there comes points in time where it changes and people again, you know, build these little waves and stuff. But I don't think there's enough momentum yet. You like know? to keep it going. Right, to keep like it to, going. To maintain that. To maintain it, and and there has to be new content created, and and people have to 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 follow through on on these visions that, yeah. you know, and, and, and I have these visions of, of uh, the things that I expect of myself and, and, and what I would like to put out there. And, and I think we all do, you know what I mean? And I fall short on them too as well, you know? Uh, but I think if, if everybody, you know, just, just puts in that a little 10%, you know, yeah. including myself and, 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 and go hard after your and dreams. And go hard. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And, you know, everybody's so scared to go, you know, to go after their dreams, you know, that, you know, I don't want to be that person that looks back on life. I'm like, you know, like, shit, fuck. you know, <laughs> Fuck. I shouldn't have had all those starry nights, you know. What I mean? yeah. uh, but you know, I, I like to stay focused, and, and for a long time I couldn't. You know, that's, and that's why I, I honestly think that it took me so long to realize. Okay. Like, uh, you know, I like to read and, and stuff, and and it's like I always thought I would have it figured out by 25. You know what I mean? But who does? You know what I mean? And even now, I'm still trying to figure it out. No. And I think that's part of the process, you know. But you, but you work at it, and you work at it, and and and. And if you fail, you work at it again, and you just keep going. And, and, and that's how I feel with my paintings. Yeah. My paintings, mm -hmm. I start them, and I'm like, this is going to be impossible. How am I going to make it look the way I kind of want it to look? And then 40 hours into the process, it's like, there it is. And it's like, other people will ask me sometimes, like, you know, why doesn't my painting look like yours? I'm like, well, how much time did you spend on your painting? Uh, two hours. I'm uh. like, well, I spent... 38 more hours on it than you did. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I'm better than you. It's just that I... That time? It's, I, it's yeah. just the time yeah. that I spent on it. Like, if, if it wasn't good after 40 hours, like, then I would just give up, you know? Yeah. But I know after putting in all that time that, that it is going to look good. So right. I'm Craft confident in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it does. So if I were to give you a plane ticket to anywhere for you to go have a drink and maybe paint a little bit, where would it be? Definitely somewhere tropical, you know, like, like anywhere in the world. Yeah, like so anywhere in the world, Brazil, like Brazil. Oh, oh wow, Brazil. okay. Yeah, it would have to be Brazil. Uh, I mean, little tangent here. I taught myself how to speak Portuguese eight years ago. Oh wow! Um, just okay. off of listening to Portuguese music on the internet, okay. and just became super obsessed with it, and 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 got to meet this this band that, that I became obsessed with uh -huh. in, in the language, you know what I mean? So I find this band, I teach myself Portuguese for six months and I get a phone call from my friend in Las Cruces and he's like, hey, like, you know, this band's coming from Brazil. Oh, shit. 
And next thing you know, we're hanging out, uh -huh. and they're like, you know, I'm like, this is the first time I can speak Portuguese to native Portuguese speakers. And I talk to them, and they're like, how do you know Portuguese? You're from Texas. Why would you know Portuguese? <laughs> Why would you know this? And it's like, because of you guys. You know, and it's just so lame. <laughs> but it was the truth. It was the truth. <laughs> you so, taught me. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, really? Like, how did that happen? So I tell them the story, and they're just like, wow, you know. And they're becoming good friends and stuff. And they, they tour to the U.S. every now and then. And, and I mean, again, that's a tangent on its own. But, but. What's the band's name? Where can people find them? Uh, the band's name, uh, well, the, it's a female lead, and her name is Seu, C-E-U. Okay. And she has a, the band changes, and so mm -hmm. she's put out four albums, and every album has a different style, electronic, funk, kind of hip-hop-ish, right. Afrobeat, and that's what I love about her. Okay, okay. Uh, just changes it up, something different, something, something fresh, you know, there's yeah. so much of the same shit going on right now, like, People always ask me, hey, have you heard the new song of this person or this person? Like, and I tell people, I don't listen to American music at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> at all. Like, I don't. Good for from, you. Like, A lot of it is shit. I think, yeah, like the last like, <laughs> hip hop album that I like, bought was like Wu Tang, like their second album. Okay. You know? yeah. like, I'm talking 2002 is the last time, really. And then I went in ju just to like underground rock, old Mississippi blues, stuff like that. And then in about 2010, uh, is when I found this band and okay. discovered them and just went, so just went all on. in, you know, just with like the art thing. It's, it's, I'm not a disciplined person, but when I really want something, I'll, I discipline myself to do it. Okay. You know, and, and so one, one, one New Year's, my, I'll give you an example. My mom tells me, you know, you should stop drinking so much beer and liquor, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll give that a try. I'm gonna, you know, I don't like <laughs> sure. wine really, so like, I'm gonna give that up, and I'm gonna just do wine, you know. And it turns out I just drink all three now, you know. <laughs> so that there you go. Work. There yeah. you go. Wow. That's the way people okay. should drink, honestly. Like, just have everything, honestly. So, so and go to Brazil. So you were asking a little <laughs> crazy story. I mean, I don't know how crazy this is, but it's just this is the type of person that I am. So I'm at the Visionary Show, that first one, okay. and I'm with Diego, and he's with a friend of his. And I'm just like, congratulations, guys. Like, this is an awesome show, you know? And they're like, cheers, Mike. And my cup's empty. And they see that it's empty. And him and his friend both go, go to pour into my drink. <laughs> and one of them has wine and one of them has beer. And I'm oh, like, wow. fuck it. Like, let's, let's do it up, you know? <laughs> I mean, I instantly regretted it. But it was just like, let's just do it see what happens, you know? <laughs> There's got to be a good way to combine beer and wine what would yeah. you do michelle what would you do ipa and a riesling <laughs> a beer and wine yeah if you're gonna mix uh, beer and wine i don't know about maybe maybe yeah i mean i would have to put some spirits in there too like dams go yeah. all the way go all the way <laughs> go all the way you got, do, you like, got, do that Detroiter that I like and then just top it off with like bubbly or something well, what is know? that one you guys have that has red wine and whiskey Oh, the uh, Bloody Jack. The Bloody Jack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually That's, really good. Yeah. Is it? That's yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> so, there you go. That's so, good. do you prefer to, to drink at home or at a bar? So, definitely at home, okay. for sure. Safer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about drinking not, all this stuff, that's not my reason, but I mean. <laughs> to each their own. Like, yeah, okay, exactly. fine. Uh, no, cheaper. definitely, definitely yeah. enjoy just hanging out at home, you know, not having to worry about course traveling and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, definitely enjoy. I can enjoy a beer by myself, but of course, better with friends, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. Nothing like it, so, yeah. Fine. 
Do you ever, I guess, like, like what inspires your, your paintings? Like, do you ever just, like, chill out and have a drink and, like, let that inspire you? Or, like, how do you... No, it's, it's moments in time. Okay. It's, it's, it's... So initially when I started painting, I didn't have a lot of... Well, I didn't have nobody to reference from that I knew yeah. personally. And that was my, that was my hope, too. I, I'm like, I hope I get to the point to where I can build... Uh, some type of friendship with somebody that's a photographer and, and, and work with them to, to bring in models that I can use that, that, that I have in my mind or, or, or something like that. And, and it, it becomes a sting of maybe having a photo shoot with somebody mm -hmm. and taking 500 pictures and out of those 500 pictures, going through them and narrowing it down to 50. And then from those 50, one of them will always jump out to me. Like, okay. it just, right. it's not, it's not a, like, it's never like I want it to be this. It's always like when I see it, I know it. Yeah. And, and yeah. it, it just, I, it, the yeah. hooks, the hooks, I get these hooks in my brain and it's like, you have to paint this. And, <laughs> and that's it, you know? So it's, it's, it's a process and, and it's, it's just hard to explain yeah. where I get my inspiration yeah. from because if you were to see my paintings, I, I'm going to tell you, like, I get inspired by the architecture, you know what okay. I mean? But if you see my paintings, it has nothing to do with architecture, you know what I mean? Uh, but when I do find the model that, that needs to be painted, like I say, needs to be painted because that's <laughs> how I feel, you know? So it might be something as simple as a friend of mine taking a selfie in her car on a Sunday with no makeup on where she might not think she looks the best, but to me it's like I can see how yeah. what I can do to that picture. Okay. And... One of those pictures is actually off of I-10 and passing Cotton on the freeway here. I have a mural at a, a friend's gym. Okay, um, okay. And, and that picture on there, you know, a lot of people see it and ask me about it. And they ask me, like, well, you know, where'd you get that inspiration? I'm like, from this selfie right here. <laughs> and, and to them, it's like, they see the picture and they can't see how I related it. You know, but, right. But and I, sometimes I don't even understand how that happens. I just, <laughs> it just happens in my mind automatically. Yeah. I've never painted a painting that I, that I never finished. Okay. Okay. And and I will show you those paintings. I've had a, paintings in art shows that aren't finished, mm. but but it's a, it's still showing the process. Right. And and I mean I, I still struggle in again in in, in those questions because I think as an artist, if you go to my show and you look at my paintings, I don't want you to ask me what it means to me. You mm. know. I want I want to ask you what it means to you. Right. And right. so, since I didn't know what, like, I, I'm, I'm looking at it as a, as a viewer as well. And so there was one time that somebody asked me what it meant, and, and I told them that, I, that I, don't, I don't do that. They're like, just tell me something. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. You know, the, this represents the, the fragility of my relationship. And I just started making all this stuff up. This is somebody that I used to love, but uh -huh. now <laughs> And they're just like, wow, like. Like, yeah, you and it's a thousand dollars right yeah <laughs> and then another person like kind of overheard me like what does this painting mean and i'm like and i had already been drinking that night as a matter yeah. of fact it was at the visionary <laughs> show at the glass box and somebody else comes up to me like what, what did you can you tell me that story again and i told them a whole different story <laughs> and, and then I'm, they're like oh my god <laughs> exactly just amazed and i'm like how cool would it be for these people to meet out in the wild somewhere yeah and like it means this yeah and i guess that became its own thing too and then i became well that's what i'm gonna do now when people nice. ask me about a painting i'm just gonna tell them maybe something different every time and then see what yeah. happens you know well you certainly have a lot of stories damn <laughs> this is fun 
Yeah, I, I actually moved recently, and in doing that, I found a lot of just prints that I hadn't yet framed or put up yet. I found a print that I got from you at the Loft Lane. You nice. found the one with the sheep. I found the yeah, one with the, the sheep. sheep. Uh, I, I found. Have a thing I found dead punks. Um, yeah. One that he had at nice. from like JVBs like years ago. Okay. Like, a long time ago. I just found like all this stuff, and I'm just like, oh my god, like this is like fucking. Wow. It's like a. And that's like a. That's cool to see you know, yeah. when yeah. you when you come up on stuff like that. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about and, and mention really quick because I love the the growth that has happened yeah. that I've seen in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was talking to Ralph a little earlier and I was telling him I didn't think I would be talking as much as I do about El Paso in L.A. because I thought I was gonna be <laughs> I don't know I just, just had like, this fuck thing. it yeah. yeah yeah. But I always find myself talking about how the things that are happening here you know talking about yeah. board film board film studios excuse me yeah and and. And the visionaries and, and just all these little groups that are popping up and just the art that's being created mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And it's like, like, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's, again, hopefully this momentum continues. Keeps going, and, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, we, we get that so. big wave we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. Like I, like, I think a lot of people feel like we're on the cusp of something, something. great right. happening in yeah. El Paso. And I think we just got to keep working, keep working at on it. it. Keep pushing it, I think. Um, like you know? People have to Don't support it. You have to recognize that your city, you know, yeah. is offering a lot. Especially supported. I yeah. think that's the hardest part. Yeah. Because, you know. And there's a lot going on. Like, last Thursdays is happening every month. You can check out art every month. It's happening yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> it's today, yeah. Oh, that. There we go. Legit. <laughs> um, Power of the Past is having uh, the Elemental show since, like, it was so close yeah. to the last right. Thursdays, you know. It's just like shows, live music, and exhibitions, yeah. and things There's all so over much, the place. So, yeah. so much to see, so much to do. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So is there anything else you'd like to share, Mike? If you want to check out my artwork, uh, I'm on Instagram at mklpz underscore. And uh, Mike Lopez on Facebook. And uh, mikelopez.net is my website. Go ahead all and check right. it out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, MK. I'm just glad to see everything that's happening, oh, cool. and and I can't wait to come back and, and see what's different. You know? That's cool. And and hopefully my, my goal is to come back and have a show after I have uh, my solo show. My first solo show in LA should be in uh, early fall. That's awesome. And All so right. I plan to bring that show to El Paso and and come back and 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 show people what I've been up to. That's super cool. So keep your eyes out for that uh, in the fall. I'm that's exciting. That's fucking cool. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Solo show. I'm checking it out right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so that painting is the one oh, I have, Michelle. Yeah. Perfect. This is the one that you have. Perfect. All right, cool. <laughs> so you can see that in my office at Pirate the Pass. Yes. It like amazingly yes, matches my acoustic home. Yeah, Ralph is one of the ones that is always supported and and I'm yeah, because you're. I'm grateful for people like you, you know. Your stuff, like you when do I do like women, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Loftlight, I was like, "Damn!" Like, like immediately was like impressed. And then you had told me that like you had just started painting. Right. You know, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, like I was like seven months in at that point. And it's yeah. it's like fucking some beautiful. of those paintings that were hanging were probably still wet. I was painting them <laughs> that day. Like, Please I, I, don't touch. Like right. seriously. Don't. <laughs> so it was no, fun, man. It's it's beautiful stuff. So yeah, check it out. Instagram, beautiful. Facebook. Uh, you can go to the website, Mike Lopez. And, and just one last thing, one last thing that I yeah. did want to yes. say is that I I've been following certain uh, clothing clothing brands locally yeah. and and from LA before I moved out there, and I've seen their growth, man, and it's beautiful to see them go from from you know 100 followers 
to their thousand followers yeah. and then ten thousand followers and then them going into their first store and, and then them spreading their word and, and it's like I see I see that growth that happens in, in a business like that and, and this is bad. And I'm I know sorry. that it's possible. But <laughs> the yeah, shark is that. awesome. And so oh, I, I remember paint, that one. I paint a lot of women and then I paint sharks. <laughs> sharks. Okay, cool. So putting work people, whether it's art, clothes, like whatever you're doing, whatever your dream is, work hard for it. it. Yeah. Get yourself work out hard, there. play hard. Yeah. And Come to the Black Orchid Lounge, so drink. Take some more shots. Drink hard. Let's <laughs> do a starry night, guys. Starry nights. Yeah. Three of them. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening, taking the time to check us out. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And You can find uh, us on your favorite podcatcher. We're on yeah. iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Yeah. Um, leave uh, a review. We're on everywhere. Things. We try yeah. so hard to be everywhere. We Follow were in Edinburgh. Share. So we're international yeah. now. Scotland. They're going to go to New Orleans. Yes. And you. hopefully you'll come with us. Maybe, man. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty, everybody. We love you. Clean it. Bye.